Yeah. Okay, we're holding in the Mishnah of Hananiah ben Doisa Oimeh, Rabbi Isai. What a Mishnah this is. Rabbi Hananiah ben Doisa Oimeh, Kol, listen to this Mishnah, this is an incredible Mishnah. Kol shiiras chet oi koidemes lochachmosoi. Okay, listen carefully because we have to understand the explanation of this Mishnah. Kol shiiras chet oi, if your fear of sin precedes lochachmosmo, your wisdom, your wisdom, chachmosoi miskayemes. But if your wisdom precedes your fear of chet, of sin, all the wisdom you have will not last, will not endure. That's what it is. David, second. And therefore the Mishnah is telling us, the Mishnah is telling us that really what we're meant to have, and it's what it sounds like, you know, just before we start that, just remember, who's Rav Chanin and Ben Doisa? Rav Chanin and Doisa basically belong to a first generation of Tanoim, and he had a very, almost a Chavusa, with Rav Yechon and Ben Zakeh, the Gemara in Brochus, Lamed Dalet tells us that. So we're dealing with, obviously, one of the very, very, very big Tanoim, and he told us this Yisoyed. Now, we have to understand what this Yisoyed means. It almost sounds like before a person should learn Torah, before acquiring Torah, a person requires Yiras Chet, Yiras Hashem. Which is an incredible thing, because we also know, there's a Mishnah that we learned previously, if you remember, Ein Bor Yiras Chet. That means, what's a Bor? Someone that's not, uh, someone well-versed in Torah, cannot have Yiras Hashem. So it sounds like there's a stira. Which way round is it? Is it that a person should have Yiras Chet first, or is it that a person should have Torah first? So w- there are many answers to this seemingly contradiction. But the, on a simple level, the answer would probably be that um, even before a person learns Torah, he has to understand, and this is possibly the continuation to yesterday's Mishnah, is a person has to know what does the Torah bring? What is the goal of Torah? What is the goal of learning Torah? The goal is Yiras Hashem. The ultimate goal is fear of the Rabbani Shalom. The Maral Miprag in Sefer Derech Chaim explains what is the connection between this mission and the one we learned yesterday. And he explains that after yesterday's Mishnah, Rabbi Dustai, if you remember, someone that forgets something of his learning, Mishayev Benafshoi. So Rabbi Hanina is telling us over here, that your chachma, the wisdom that you do acquire, that you have already re- acquired, will have no kiyam if you don't have yiras chet, if you don't have fear of sin. And that, that's a very, very important thing that we have to realize, that yiras Hashem. And I was discussing with Nosameh this morning, what, what, is this, what does it mean, yiras chet, yiras Hashem? What, what, what exactly, do, how do you define it? Mamash Hashkocha Pratis that we were discussing this morning, before I even noticed what mission it was. I prepared the shit after we learned, by the way. Um, then that's not a good thing. But anyway, Akoponim, um, I should have spent hours and hours. I, I didn't have so much time, so I, you know, Baruch Hashem. But we had this Shkocha Pratis that we discussed. What does it mean? You know, the Torah tells us that Yaakov was very, very scared. Chazal tell us that what it means he was scared of losing his oil and of doing gaveris. What, what does the Rebunshan want from us? What's the Mahalach Chaim? How are we meant to live? We're meant to be scared, we're meant to be nervous, we're meant to be nervous wrecks, we're meant to be anxious. So we came up with a good word. What was the word that we came up with? Awareness. Awareness. That the Rebunshan wants us to be constantly aware of him. Now it doesn't just mean just an awareness, because we said if a person doesn't have error with an awareness of God, it might even be worse, because you're aware of God and you're still doing the Avera. Like, hello, it's like, could be a slap in the face if we can say that. But the idea is 
And a person's meant to know where he's, where, where he's going, the goal that he's reaching. Right? We're discussing this a lot in the, uh, in the seven habits. Habit number, habit number two is a goal. Very important that everything we do have goals. And it's very, very important. And that's what the Maralmi Prague says. That yes, we're meant to learn. But what's the goal of learning? The goal of learning is Yeras Hashem. Yeras Chit. That doesn't mean a person should be anxious, should be a nervous, or oh, maybe I'm doing a favor, maybe I'm saying Lashnor, maybe I'm doing this one, maybe I'm doing this one. You know? By the way, the Chavetz Chaim brings that one of the atzas, one of the, um, one of the ways that the Eitzor gets you, is he says, ah, oh, you're not able to speak. Why are you not able to speak? Because everything you say is Lashnor. He gets you nervous. Oh, everything is Lashnor, I can't do the whole thing. A person can't be nervous. Yiddishkeit is not about being nervous. That's not what Yiddishkeit is. Yiddishkeit, it's beautiful. It's geschmack. It's wonderful. Yiddishkeit is Kabbalic. But you have to know there's a balance. That balance is that even if you go on vacation, and even if you go sit by the beach, which is very relaxing, very geschmack, and often very necessary, right? We know we're very into trips over here. There's a reason for it, not because we like going on trips, because it's refreshing. It recharges the batteries. It's a very, very essential part of life. But even when you're relaxing and you're enjoying yourself, it has to be done with the balance of Yerush Hashem. There's got to be an awareness there's got to be on some level of fear, that, not a fear that makes you anxious, that makes you nervous, that makes you anxiety. But you have to realize, there's two upon Yishlam, and there's going to be Din V'cheshem after 120 years, and I need to make sure I'm doing the right thing. And that's why the Mishnah tells us very, very clearly that if you don't have that, your Chochmah is not going to be miskaim. All the Torah you learn is beautiful, but where is it getting you? It's a, it's a beautiful connection to what we said yesterday, that a person can sometimes be busy with certain things if he doesn't have what the goal is. You could be learning Torah, but you're not thinking of Hashem. So you said yesterday. Today what we're saying as a continuation is that if you don't have then your Chachma is Miskayeres. Then the Torah you learn is Miskayim because that makes it real Torah. Because you're realizing what the Rebbe wants from you. How does a person get this level of fear, whatever fear means, however we define the word of fear and describe that word, how do you get it? So the Slonim Rebbe in the Siva Shalom on Perkyavas writes that the, one of the ways he brings the Ma'orei Naim, the Eilig Ma'orei Naim, in the Kutim, in Parshas Baloischa, which, by the way, is this week's Parsha. If there is an Ashkocha process in that, there's got to be that. We're doing this Mishnah right, right before Shabbos, you know, of Parshas Baloischa. It's beautiful. So he writes that Shabbos Kodesh is the way to receive perfection in this area. And he brings down that the Tikkunei Zoya says that the letters of the first word in the Torah, Bereshis, is a base. And when you rearrange it, it's Yira. Yira Shabbos, right? And therefore, it implies that there's a connection between Shabbos and Yira. And therefore, says the Tukuni Zoya brings down the Nesiva Shon, the Slonim Rebbe, that the idea is Shabbos gives a person that Yira. And the idea probably is because when a person is keeping Shabbos, when a person is in awe of Shabbos, he has a certain faith, so it's realization, a connection to Hashem the whole time. That's what Shabbos is. Shabbos, as Roshisha Pincus writes, is the only mitzvah that there's a Kabbalah Shabbos. Is there a, is there a lot of Kabbalah Matzah? Right, right before you eat matzah, kabbalas matzah, or kabbalas dalad minim, kabbalas tefillin. No such thing. You, you just do it. Put on the tefillin, you eat the matzah, and light the menorah. Shabbos is the only thing that's a kabbalas Shabbos. Because Shabbos, the Rabboni Shabbos, is coming into our homes. He's a guest in our house. And we're constantly together with him. There's an awe of Shabbos, and it's meant to be that awe of the Rabboni Shalom all of the time. A very, very important thing. And a person has to realize that, you know, a person... Uh, can also ask, you can ask the following question. Maybe this is what we were dealing with. How can you be close to Hashem if you're scared of Hashem? Isn't the definition of Yira, there's a certain distance. Right? There's a, if, if we translate it as being scared, so if you're scared of Hashem, you want to get close to Hashem. Hashem's your father. 
Hashem loves you. You're meant to love Him. You're meant to be close to Him. Whatever that means on, on, on a spiritual level. How do we become close to Hashem if we're meant to be scared of Hashem? We can ask that question, by the way, of our parents. We're meant to have, we're meant to be scared of our parents, but we're also meant to love our parents. So what does that mean? So I want to tell you again something that the Nesiva Shalom, the Shalom Rebbe quotes, the Prioritz, that he says that there's a degree of Yiras Hashem that has the opposite effect. And that's what the level of the Zoya refers to as Yiras Hashem L'chaim. Fear of Hashem for life. It's the highest level of fear of Hashem. That means this form of Yira has the power to propel us towards the Rabbi Yishalaylam. To the point that we have Dveikas even more than Ava. Ava is one of the highest levels. The highest level of, Ava, of anything relationship is Ava, love. Our love between husband and wife. Love between you and Hashem is one of the highest level. But, says the Prioritz, there's a type of level which is a Yira which propels you closer to the Rabbi Yishalaylam which gets you even higher than Ava. And that's the level that we're looking for. It's that connection. It's that awareness that whatever you do, when you, whether you're learning, whether you're driving, whether you're working, whether you're in the street, whatever it is, you're always with the Rabbi Nishlalem. Constantly. And that saves you from doing Aveira. That's what the Mishnah is telling us. Then If not, it won't be Miskayim. Because everything you learn is worthless. If you've got no Yiras Hashem, if you don't fear Hashem, if there's no awareness of Hashem, what are you, what are you doing? Let me just end with the Mordeka Maisa from the Heilige of Melech Lezhensk. The Mordeka Melech was once heard by one of his Talmidim giving himself Musa. Now, we all heard stories of the Chofetz Chaim, but this is incredible. The Mordeka Melech was giving himself tremendous, tremendous Musa. And, and he was talking to himself as if he was the biggest Balavera ever existed. Mamish giving himself Musa, terrible things he was saying about himself. One of his Talmidim came over to him and said, Rebbe, how can you talk this way? How can you say things about yourself that are not even true? A disavera, a terrible averas, and not even true. I understand you want to give yourself Musa, but to say things that are not true, mechtaisa. Listen to the answer that Rabbi gave. He said as follows. He said there was once a king who wanted to redesign his palace and of all the whole royal situation, the surroundings. One of the laborers who worked at the construction of the new palace bore a grudge against the king. And he intentionally dug the foundation 10 meters in the opposite direction. Now, eventually it was detected. And when it was detected, they took this worker and they whipped him. And he was made to fill up the ditch that he dug. Now, the jeweler who was designed the task of preparing the diamond that was going to be the centerpiece of the crown was negligent. And he deviated a fraction of a millimeter in cutting the diamond. Diamond. And the beauty of the whole diamond was ruined and he was given a lengthy prison sentence for his negligence. How is it, asked the Noemi Melech, that the jeweler, whose error was a fraction of a millimeter, right? A deviation that was nothing compared to the laborer who dug a hole of 10 meters in the wrong direction and he was given such a severe punishment. He was given a few whips and go writer. This guy was given years in prison. What's pshat? And the answer is, Someone who works with crown jewels has a much bigger responsibility than someone who digs foundations. Even the minutest deviation is a serious offense. Said the Nomeli Melech. It's the same thing with Aveira. The same thing with Aveira, right? We only have limited spiritual resources. Every sin is terrible. It causes tremendous tumor in the world. It causes a, a, a richok, a distance between us and the Rabbi Shalom. If a person whose spirituality should be of the highest order, then it means the expectation 
is also much greater. And therefore for him, even a tiny, tiny little deviation, which could be a quarter of a millimeter, but for him, that's a very serious offense. Said the Nomi Lemelech, with the type of teachers and rebbers that I had, with the knowledge that I have, I'm, surely, I'm, I'm, I'm falling very short of my mark. Rabbi Melech famously said that I'm confident I'm going to get to Gan Eden. So he said about himself, I'm bad at going to Gan Eden. So when they asked him, how's it going to be? How do you know? So he said, very simple. He said, I'm going to go to Yeshiva Shamayla. And they're going to say to him, Melech, did you learn Torah the way you meant to learn Torah? He's going to say, no, I didn't. Melech, did you do the mitzvahs that you were meant to, the way you were meant to do them? He's going to say, no, I didn't. They're going to say, okay, in that case, Melech is saying the truth, you can go to Gan Eden. That's what Melech said about himself. In other words, he understood, and Tzadikim were like this, they understood where they were holding, understood the expectations of themselves. We're not holding on that level, or maybe I speak for myself. I'm not holding on that level. Maybe some other people are. But wherever we're holding, wherever is expected of ourselves, we have to realize, Yerush Hashem means an awareness. Awareness of the Rabbi Nishalayim, an understanding that we're meant to be living with the Rabbi Nishalayim in everything we do and everywhere we go. And that awareness helps us, not only not to do our various, but also to make sure, as the Mishnah tells us over here, that our Chochmah is Miskayim. Okay, tomorrow the next Mishnah, Meizah